0: Did you guys see Mary Poppins Returns? If you didn't, don't go. Don't go. Don't waste your time. If you did, I hope you are on the same page as me. Look, if you liked it, whatever. That's great. Uh, Good for you. If you're like me and you really wanted to like it. Gosh, I wanted to like this so bad. Oh, man. And, hey, just to... Let's just start up. Let's start over here. I have kids. I'm not going to see this movie without them. That's very silly. I enjoyed the original Mary Poppins when I was a kid. I freaking loved it. It was Step in Time is the is one of my favorite. I, I would I would dance around the whole house. It was the coolest thing. And so when I saw they were making a new one, my kids love Mary Poppins, the original. I could not wait to bring them to this. I was nervous obviously because man, what an original. What a classic. Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke, goodness. You can you, you can never never replicate that. I assumed they knew that. You have to. How do you how do you even attempt it? I mean, goodness. I just I had I had pretty I had pretty low expectations. I knew they were not going to be able to replicate it. But I was really, really optimistic, thinking they're gonna know they can't. They're not gonna try to duplicate it. They're just gonna make it a, a its own thing. It's gonna stand alone. It'll be a kind of a continuation, but it's gonna stand alone. And man, it was it was the opposite of that. I wanted so badly to like this movie, but I couldn't. Uh, one of the reasons was that, oh my gosh, Lin Manuel Miranda, dude, why are you in this movie? Why? I get it, dude. You did a great thing with Hamilton. That was a huge success. Man, I got kids. I love Moana. Moana is fantastic. You were on that soundtrack. You you made it. It was great. It was perfect. But this dude, what are you doing? Um, man, your your accent sounded way off. And look, I I know Dick Van Dyke, he he had a pretty rough accent in the original I forgive it though, because he had such chemistry with Mary Poppins. He had such charisma on screen. I just forgave it. But this guy, man, Lynn Manuel, why are you in this movie, dude? Look, if you've seen this movie, hopefully you picked up on this. Okay, so he's like the Bert character of this movie. He he kicks you off. He he's a lamplighter instead of a chimney sweep. So, boy, that's already radical change. See, it's it's stuff like this. It. I wanted to think of it as separate. I wanted to think of the two movies as totally different things, but they're, they're mirroring it exactly like the original. So, okay, here we are introduced to Jack, the character, and he, he's the lamplighter. He's Bert in this movie. He, he, he brings us in with a nice little song. It's okay. It's not really that memorable. Um, but whatever. I just, I give it, I give it a break. By the way, We listened to this soundtrack for like a week before the movie. I was thinking, let's get my kids pumped up. They'll enjoy the movie better. If we get there and they kind of know the songs, they can appreciate the scenes more if they're into it, if they don't have to really think about the song, if they kind of already know it. And uh, so anyway, we we listened to all the songs before and I got to say, I hated them all. None of them were memorable. There were no hooks. I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't understand the story at all from the songs. It's very confusing, but I gave it a pass. I said, you know what? This has got to, this is probably going to match up in the movie. It's going to line up. Um, And it just really didn't. The, the songs were a miss, a huge miss back to Jack. So this character named Jack, he's the Bert of this movie. He's not a chimney sweep. He's a lamplighter brings us into the movie and he's got zero chemistry with the kids. Zero. The three kids in this movie are uh, Michael Banks from the first movie. His th- he he's got three kids now, and this guy Jack kind of just stumbles upon the kids, but they they got no they, they got no connection to this guy. He is such a fifth wheel in this movie. It's laughable. It's laughable. There's literally a scene where it's the equivalent to the oil painting scene, where they jump into, or the chalk painting, where they jump into the chalk painting. The equivalent of that, which because they mirror every single scene in the original, they mirror it in this new one. In this new one, they're jumping into a china bowl, uh, a painted china bowl. Um, But before that, the kids are roughhousing around the room. They're goofing off. Mary Poppins is outside talking to Jack, just kind of shooting the breeze. I think Jack, I can't remember if this if it's at this time in the movie, but Jack notices, um, shoot, I don't even know her name. Oops, Michael's sister in the original. Uh, Jane, I think, yeah, Jane. Uh, he notices Jane and he kind of looks at her like, ooh, this is a romantic interest. What are we doing? This is Mary Poppins. We don't need that. We don't need a romance between the lamplighter and Jane, I mean, uh, give me a break. What are we doing? But, but that scene where they're talking outside on the balcony, and they hear a crash inside the room. The kids broke the their mother's painted uh, china bowl, and they go, "Oh, let's go check it out." And 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 Jack is like on a, on the other balcony outside. Mary Poppins goes inside. She's talking to the kids for like a while. It felt like a few minutes don't see Jack anywhere. And like all of a sudden before they jump into the pot, there's Jack in the room. I, I, I don't know how he got in the room. He hasn't been there for a few minutes. What's this guy doing? He literally just ap- appears there standing with this dumb look on his face. Like, I'm so glad I'm in this movie. Uh, and I don't know why he's in there. It's a total joke. By the end of the movie, This guy, Jack, in every scene, he's served no purpose. He's got no charisma. He's got zero chemistry with the kids. He hasn't done anything other than just tagged along, literally. You guys have seen the movie. You know what I'm talking about. And you guys that haven't seen it, think about Bert. Think about how awesome a character Bert was from the original and how he really had a connection with the kids. He was charismatic. You liked him. He was a great person, a great character to narrate. This guy, Jack, is a total throwaway. You don't even need him in the movie. You, you take Jack and you throw him away and you just have a voiceover, a voice of God narrating the movie. That's all you need. He's such a throwaway character. It's a joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Jack, so then, okay, so Jack aside, let's get back to the songs. The songs in this movie absolutely 100% mirror the original, the, the original movie. Starts out and Bert, Bert sings his song in the original where he introduces, you know, his street and he just talks about these abstract concepts. And here, and here we go, Jack, the, the lamplighter, he does a similar thing. Um, the first, the first Mary Poppins song though, is in, in the original, obviously we think about a spoonful of sugar. That's, that's the song that kicks it off. A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. So what is it? The kids, they don't want to clean their room. Mary Poppins is like, look, I get it. Cleaning your room sucks. Um, but, hey, if you make it fun, it takes the sting out a little bit. This new one, this new Mary Poppins, the equivalent is they the kids don't want to take a bath, I guess. So, I, all right, that's pretty much the same thing, I guess. So she says, hey... Let's make bath time fun. Okay, uh, sh- that's not that big of a deal. Like, kids love bath time. Like, what is the what is the point there? The kids never want to clean their room. They didn't 50 years ago, and they still don't. But if you make it into a game, they're into it. Taking a bath? Uh, okay, they already like that. What's the point? But at this point in the movie, I'm still pretty optimistic. I'm still looking forward to to how this is going, I still think the songs are okay at this point, so they dive into the bathtub world, and honestly, it's cool, it's, the visuals are great, Uh, it's fun, the kids are into it, I kind of like it, I think, okay, maybe this is going to be all right, um, I don't really like, um, the actress who, who played Mary Poppins, she's been good in other things, um, but she doesn't, she doesn't really have the poise, the, the elegance of Mary Poppins. I'll get to that later. So in this song, they sing it, it's great, whatever, that's awesome. The song I mentioned before where they jump into a painted China bowl, um, oh, I have so many problems with that scene. Have you seen the movie? Have you seen the scene? Were you in the theater like me, kind of hoping at this point, you're you're kind of you're still hanging in there you're hoping that it's going to turn around but you get to this this part where in the original the old it was the ultimate the ultimate fantasy field trip escape these kids that are used to dreary london town jump into this chalk painting in the original and it's hilarious they go on races they dance with penguins uh it's the it's literally the best they eat candy uh, they sing and dance. It's hilarious and it's a lot of fun. In this one, they try to like they try to get in messages and stuff. And I got a real problem with this message that they teach kids that they're I guess they're trying to teach kids uh, in this movie in the new one. So they're horsing around and they break the china pot or the the china bowl, and Mary Poppins says, "Okay, let's get in there and fix it." A little crack is no problem. Let's go fix it. So they jump in and they do a little repair. And they're like, hey, while we're in here, let's go see a show. Let's, let's go have some fun. So they get to this. It's like a theater. It's this huge, it's this huge theater. It's like a carnival outside. And they're, they're looking around. Oh, it's amazing. I'm into it. This is cool. It's a fully animated sequence, by the way, like the original, which I love. They did a really good job with the animation, to be honest. But they, they, they're getting, so they get into this area and this, these, these couple characters come up to them and it's this wolf character. Uh, and he goes, Hey, what's up, Mary Poppins. Oh, who you brought with you? Oh, that's so awesome. Look at all these kids. They're great. Uh, anyway, have a great, uh, have a great time at the show. And this wolf was just kind of nice, whatever. And, but you, you saw as the, the kids went off, you saw the camera he looked, they looked at the wolf, and he's actually a bad guy. Ooh, but so we know as the audience, but the kids don't know. Uh, all right, okay. So what's this going to mean? What's this going to lead to? This guy's, you know, faking being nice. He was very nice and polite. He was, he was, he wanted to help the kids. I think he gave them something um, as like a gift. I'm not sure, but he was super positive. The kids loved it. It was awesome. But we knew something was coming. So. Mary Poppins gets in. So she puts on this show right in the theater for all these cartoon characters, I guess um, she's putting on the show for them. And the song is uh, something like obviously don't, ju- don't judge a book by its cover. A cover is nice, but a cover is not the book. Well, that's a fine message. That's a fine message to teach people. Um as of yet, in this po- at this point in the story, though, you're not really sure why this is, the, this is the topic of the song. Okay, what are we talking about here? First, we had a thing where we were like, not, the kids didn't want to take a bath, I guess. That's really lame. So, hey, let's have fun uh, in the bath. Great. Then it's like, all of a sudden, there's this message about not judging a book by its cover. So, not judging someone based on their appearances. Okay, fine. Uh, another problem I had with this movie is during this song, Mary Poppins, the elegant, the the poised, the calm and cool and collected, Mary Poppins basically turns into a burlesque dancer. She puts on this cockney accent, which is kind of bad, actually. It kind of almost sounds like New Yorker. I mean, it's like a Brooklyn accent, but British. Um, it, kind of, it sounds off. But she's putting on this, this uh, character, like she's some uh, I don't know, literally like a burlesque dancer. You've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a, she's like a burlesque dancer. Fine, whatever. I don't have any problem with that, except that's not Mary Poppins. If you remember in the original, Mary Poppins, no matter what was going on in the song or the dance, Mary Poppins was uh, was very was very prim. She was very proper. She let herself have a little bit of fun. But when they asked her, come on, Mary Poppins, let's get going. Let's do this. No, 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 no. You guys go enjoy it. But she looks out of the corner of her eye. Very happy that everyone else is having a good time. Mary Poppins inspires others to dance, to have fun, to sing. She doesn't perform or entertain others. She's not there to entertain people. That's not what she's about. She's about lessons and she's about, and she's about, uh, kind of a charade, kind of this mystique about her where everyone's having a good time, but she's pretending like it's no big deal. So during this song, I, I, I can't get over this message. What is this message? The cover is not the book. So open it up and take a look. Okay, great. Um, I'm I'm taking that in and I'm 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 seeing it in the background. They're showing the wolf. He's coordinating something behind the scenes, off to the right of the stage. Uh, something's happening. I'm not quite sure yet. He's trying to steal their items or something. I guess trying to steal their carriage, um, which I guess is is important to them, uh, even though it's animated. I I didn't really follow that. Then our favorite character Jack gets up on stage and Mary Poppins says, Hey, why don't you tell everyone about this story that is totally applicable about not judging people by its cover, not judging a book by its cover. And he goes, Oh, but it's a lot to say. And she says, Oh, just say it fast. And Oh my gosh. I said, Uh, oh, I know what's coming. Lynn manuel Miranda Honestly, I don't know what... Look, this guy's talented. All right, I get it. He gets music. He understands it. He's he's good. That's fine. This guy thinks he's very, he's very talented. This guy thinks he is on another level. And it comes across. It comes across through the screen that this guy thinks he's being so clever. And he does this rap, which whatever, I guess it's fine. Burt did a rap, kind of, in the original where he talks about all these ladies that he knows, but Mary Poppins is the best, you know, kind of tongue in cheek. This guy's rap, which I, I didn't care for. I mean, it, it just seems so weird and out of place. Um, his rap was about, and it, it, it's hard to catch. I, I've listened to the song afterwards a few times, just trying to figure out what is the message here in this song? So, And what I gathered is his rap is about a king, who wasn't very bright like he wasn't smart he didn't he didn't understand math very well he didn't understand po- you know words poetry he wasn't very learned and so he, t- he mentioned it to the queen and the queen's like all right I'll I'll get uh, I'll get some ex some some experts some professionals to come in they'll teach you they'll teach you math they'll teach you english um language they'll, they'll teach you art and so they came from all over all these uh, all these teachers, all these professional teachers. And I guess, I guess this guy's just too dumb or something. He couldn't get it, which is okay in itself, like whatever, but he was trying to better himself. And they kind of mentioned in the song that he's, uh, he understands that he's a King and that others expect him to be a certain way. They, they kind of expect him to be smart, to be knowledgeable about things. So he wants to better himself i'm listening to this story and i'm going all right what's the problem here so he wants to better himself so his queen gets all these professionals and they can't teach him he's just not getting it so she has their heads cut off she cuts off their heads and puts them on a stake in the song it says this puts them on a pole or something outside as like a a, 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 i don't even understand like what's the point of that because they couldn't teach the king, because he couldn't get it, like he couldn't learn it. Uh, they, she had him killed. All right, that's kind of weird. So after that, this nobody shows up to the to the castle, and the the rap describes him as a uh, what's uh, kind of disheveled, kind of looks like he's not a te- he's not an educator, he's not a teacher, he's not a philosopher. He he might not he doesn't look the part. But he comes in and he says, I'm going to teach the king something. So the queen lets him in and he comes in and he says, hey, basically, dude, don't just be who you are. Like, don't try to better yourself. Just be content with who you are as a dumb king. Uh, And then he walks out like, great. I taught the king something. That's the song. Am I missing something about that? That's the song, though. I mean, hes that's what he says. And that's the rap part, which nobody understands. You can't possibly process everything through his thick, fake accent while he's trying to do this rap. You can't understand it. It's that This is the moment in the movie, guys, where I just, you know what? This is a loss. It, it's a loss. I'm just going to try to sit through this. And hopefully, maybe I get a good laugh out of it. So after the this performance, it's just a nightmare, this whole thing. After this performance, the wolf is—I guess—he takes their carriage, and the kids like, no, st- don't take our stuff. It's really valuable, even though it's a, a cartoon. And so, anyway, he's really a bad guy, and the kids go, "Oh my gosh!" And there's this ret, there's this chase where they rescue the kid, and then the kids wake up in their beds like it was a dream, like it was a bad dream. And then one of the—I think it's the youngest boy or somebody. He wakes up and he says, Mary Poppins, the wolf, he was evil. You were right. The cover is not the book. You were right, Mary Poppins. We can't trust people when they're nice. He didn't actually say that, but basically he said that. You're right, Mary Poppins. What a lesson you taught us. When people are nice to you, you shouldn't trust them. Oh my gosh, that's the message of this? I, I couldn't, I was like, how did this get past the story borders? How did this, this is a kid's movie. I want to cover my kid's ears in the theaters. Don't, no, no, don't listen to that. Look, not judging a book by its cover is a great lesson, but not, That's. it's the opposite of this. <laughs> it's the opposite. You're not supposed to judge someone that looks like a bad guy. Maybe they're not a bad guy. Maybe they're not going to hurt you. Maybe they're not mean even though they look mean, not the opposite. Just If someone looks nice, just assume they're not, or at least don't, don't trust that they are nice. What is this? What has happened? So I, so anyway, I'm totally off. I'm totally off with this movie at this point. There's a, each song that goes through the show, there's, there's an equivalent, it ties to the original in some way. So the, chi- the, the, the China Bowl was the chalk painting. The 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 hilariously pointless. I love to laugh in the original, which I don't know. As a kid, I, I just kind of liked it because it was funny. They were up on the ceiling; It was kind of weird. Um, there's literally the scene in the in the new one is literally it's the same. It's a bunch of them. They're all there. They're literally on the ceiling. It, the 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 room, I guess, turns upside down for some reason, uh, and it's Mary Poppins' cousin, Meryl Streep, uh, that fixes things for some reason. I don't know why, but they bring the this Chinese, this this China pop, bowl, this painted China bowl, to her to fix. Okay, great. But she can't fix it on the second Wednesday of the month because that's when her apartment turns upside down. And she just can't – everything she tries to fix on that day ends up not being fixed, ends up being this Frankenstein creation that is not what she wanted to do. So she turns them away. Hey, I can't – nope, I can't do it. Not today. Okay. I don't know why they didn't just come back the next day, but they insisted. And so the song ensued where they're like, "Yay, maybe it's actually okay that things are weird and different. Are you starting to get the message here from the movie? Are you starting to get these overtones (laughs) that they're trying to send to us and to our children that most of the time the people who look nice are actually not nice. And if things if things are broken and you fix them but they're different, it's just a it's a it's not a hammer, it's it's a hammer that's also a trumpet. Isn't that better? Uh no, it's not better. It's not a good hammer and it's not a good trumpet. I don't know what the point is of this. What's the message? Uh, anyway, the next the, the the next kind of major moment is step in time. The original, my gosh, you guys have seen, everyone's seen Mary Poppins. Step in time. It's like, I think I timed it once for my kids. It's like 13 minutes straight. It's something ridiculous. It is like the coolest screen. It, it, there's There's no dialogue or hardly any. Mostly singing, dancing. The choreography is great. There's like kind of stakes because they're on the roof and they could fall. And there's like this kind of excitement with that. Um, it's it's really entertaining. Mary Poppins gets involved a little bit where she does her little spin move, which is hilarious. Um, doesn't break character, though. She stays as Mary Poppins. She doesn't look like she's a metalhead, like sticking her tongue out. She looks like Mary Poppins and she's keeping her character. And the new one, man, this, the equivalent to Step in Time is this really lame. I was so disappointed. Jack and I guess all the lamplighter guys that go around lighting the lamps at night. Um, they do this dance in the middle of a park or something. And there's like lampposts every four feet. And they're just kind of there in the park for some reason. And everyone's dancing around the lamp, the lampposts, like clicking their heels and spinning around in circles. And honestly, it's totally forgettable. I don't even remember. I think it's something about like flick a little light fantastic or something. I don't even know what that means. I don't think anyone knows what that means from watching the movie. I mean, the original step in time, it, you, you can't you can't be confused about that. Something like flick a little light. Fantastic. I don't, I don't know what that's trying to say. It was a, it was an awful choreographed scene. Lynn manuel Miranda has, it, it's almost like it's, it's almost looking like your cousin or something that has been working on this dance routine for like a month. And he gets up at a family reunion or something with a couple other people and says, Hey, check out this dance routine. It looked really bad. Dick Van Dyke and look I'm not trying to compare these two movies I don't want to compare them they're not the same they're different I mean they should have been different but the the people who made this new movie they mirror every single scene every character every song they mirror the original so you can't it it, it's begging to be compared and I don't want to but it's forcing me to this lamplighter scene in the park was a total throwaway song. It was meaningless. I, I don't even know what what's the message. I don't get any of the messages in this movie. They're either non-existent or opposite. I I don't I don't get it. The last song, where the dad finally, and I'll get to the dad if I have time. I might be running out of time. the The dad is is a total joke in this movie. But the final the final song in the original, "Let's Go Fly a Kite," the dad realizes you know what? I got to relax a little bit. My kids are my kids only for a short amount of time. I've got to enjoy it. Let's go fly a kite for once, for goodness sakes. So I'll go fly a kite. Awesome. That's great. In this new one, Michael is the dad and he kind of has a similar understanding or a realization, but it's not really there. The realization is that the magic from his childhood really was real. And that he forgot it, but that it's real. And now his life is better. And that's it. And everyone gets a balloon, right? So it's not a kite. It's a balloon this time. And everyone floats up into the sky. Everyone in the movie, it's like an encore. And they float up in the sky and they're singing and they're dancing and the movie ends. bear Poppins goes away and that's great. And I don't know, guys... <laughs> Look, if you've seen the movie and you like it, great. Great. Good for you. I'm glad. I hope this is a movie my kids forget about because I don't want to have it. I don't want to. It's just not only is it an abomination comparing it to the original. It's so different. It's not even good in itself. There are characters like Jack you could just throw out. You don't need them. To be honest, the the issues with the dad with Michael in this movie—he lost his wife. I guess she died or something, and which is sad and awful. But he's just kind of he's just kind of a bad character in this movie. Not bad like like he's evil, but he's just he doesn't he's just poorly written. His whole problem is, you know, he's kind of all about business. He's you know not like his dad was because you understood you understood Mister Banks. In the original, you know, he was a very professional man. He wanted his kids to learn how to be adults. And he thought that was really important for them and learned that maybe they should be kids a little bit. Michael in this movie is just wrong. He's just wrong about everything. He's just, no, we shouldn't do that. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. We should. Let's do it. What? Um, No, we don't have time for that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to yell at you. We, We do have time for that. And then at the end, he's like, "Yeah, it all was real, Jane. Mary Poppins is real, even though she's been around this whole this whole movie." He's a total—he's a throwaway character. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. I'll end with this: This story didn't even have to be Mary Poppins. The story about a a, a husband and a father who loses his wife, his kids have to grow up maybe a little bit too fast. They have to care for themselves a little bit too 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 soon. He co- goes through some financial trouble, gets himself out of it. By the way, <laughs> they literally <laughs> at the end of this movie, they literally stop a clock. They stop Big Ben. They they turn it back like five minutes, or they stop it, and that's and that's what saves the day. I, I don't. I I need to do another one about this movie. It's so bad. Maybe I won't. You're probably sick of hearing it like me. I'm talking about it. I'm sick of it. Everything about this movie, if you, if you think about it, if you think back and you go, yeah, that, that didn't really make sense. That didn't make sense. That was kind of bad. It, it was a total throwaway movie. Didn't even have to be a Mary Poppins movie. But if it was, you didn't have to imitate the original so exactly, so closely that it forces comparison. What are you thinking, guys? What is going on? The people behind this movie thought this was a good idea to do. Um, this movie was a total bomb. If you haven't seen it, don't even, don't even rent it for your kids. Don't even go to see it. If you like the original Mary Poppins, you don't need this movie. This movie could have been something so much better. It could have been a spiritual successor, a retelling in a different way. But instead it it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a total dumpster fire and it was a nightmare. Anyway, this is episode one, uh, I don't really know what this podcast is going to be yet. Um, it's going to become just me kind of talking. Maybe it's, maybe it's about movies. Maybe it's about thoughts about other stuff. Um, but uh, check me out for, for episode two and hope to see you guys soon.